Hey, Jason Soto. What's up, Nick Job? Did you see the latest Marvel movie that's in theaters right now? I did. I also watched the latest episode of the Disney Plus Marvel show as well. I have so many theories on how the movie and the show might be connected. Really? Could you talk about it for an hour and a half? I could. On a podcast? For sure. But I don't know anyone who has a podcasting network. Well, Nick Job, I would like to talk to you about the Rabbit Hole Podcast Initiative. Every other Wednesday here at Navigating the Multiverse, Jason and I will discuss any current MCU movie, any older Marvel movie, and all the stuff in between. So subscribe to us on Anchor, Apple, Google, or Spotify, or check out our home base at rabbitholepodcast.com. This is what you hear and listen. <laughs> X go give it to you. Fuck wait for you to get it on your own. X go deliver to you. Knock knock, open up the door to spill. With the non-stop pop out and stainless steel. Go hard getting busy with it. But I got such a good heart that I make the motherfucker. I'm not going to put that in the video version, so that's only for the podcast. <laughs> so the podcast listeners are going to have something extra. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead, Bill. You're up. Hey, hey, hey. What it is, what it is. Top 5A through Z, folks. I'm here with our, my co-hosts, Jason, Pete, and Rob. And we have a special guest today, Bubba Wheat. What's up? Hey. Good Bubba to be Wheat. here. How you doing? Doing pretty good. Yes, uh, Bubba Weed and I are have been friends for a while now. I don't even know, God, when the hell did we meet? I don't even remember. It was a while ago. Um, uh, Which stall at Gen Con was it? No. Um, but uh, he is the host of a rabbit hole podcast show called Lyrical Innuendo that he hosts with our very own Rob. Uh. Yes. You want to tell Me. tell everyone quickly what the show is about? Sure, it's a weekly podcast. It comes out every Friday, and what we do is each episode we take a we pick a song. A you know we have a mix of popular songs and some more obscure ones, and we break down the lyrics and we figure out if the song is actually about sex, if it's about drugs, or if it's just rock and roll. Yes, and it's it's a really fun did show. It my childhood. It's a real fun show, and uh, I've been on it a couple of times, and I've suggested some other songs, and it's it's really it's really educational. It's actually a very educational show that uses the f words a lot. So there you go. I should su- I should submit it for uh, uh, educational purposes for all schools all over the place. Let's see how that go- let's see how that goes. Now, Bubba Weed, is there like a place? Where we can uh, submit song ideas, suggestions. Yeah, we, we have a uh, a lyrical innuendo uh, Spotify playlist that is uh, uh, open to uh, submissions. So, uh, if you have the link to the the playlist, you can add your own as long as you have a Spotify account. Nice, cool. I think. Rob was helping with the answer. Yeah. <laughs> Some kind of 
non-innuendo or special a, innuendo way. I'm a dirty boy. <laughs> Yeah, I think he's forgetting. Yeah, I think Rob's forgetting this is actually going to be a video episode, so everyone is seeing that. Everyone is seeing that. (laughs) I did not. Uh, All right, so today's episode, um, we are on the letter X. And Bubbleweed, I remember when I told you the premise of this podcast way back in letter A. You're like, I want to be on letter X. And <laughs> I think I don't know why. Because you also have a blog. Am I correct? Yeah. And that's actually where, probably where we first met, um, at least online. Yeah. Because uh, I've, I've been running that for about 10 years now. And I know in the first year, Impressive. I, I uh, joined the large association of movie blogs. And that's where we connected. Yep, and it's called flights, tights, and movie nights, and it's I, you know, I've basically reviewed pretty much every superhero movie and comic book movie, that's nice. all the popular ones and a ton of the really obscure ones as well. And I mean obscure, like you keep bringing up stuff I've never heard of in like a million <laughs> years, and you told me I think you mentioned it on some other podcasts or our Jeopardy thing we do on Saturdays that you had to um, acquire in a certain, maybe not legal manner, certain movies. (laughs) Possibly. Although I have, I have had a, uh, a physical disc uh, sent to me from, which was like a very, you know, extremely low budget. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if they only made like, you know, a couple hundred copies of this this movie, and they they sent me one, and it was based on a uh, like a web comic superhero called the uh, the amazing the amazing cynical man. Oh, okay. See, I've never even heard of that. So, I never I think like the, to that. So, I'm a fan, and I didn't. No. <laughs> and I and I think like the IMDb score only has like 20, 20 user ratings <laughs> on it. <Yeah>. Wow. <laughs> So, okay, so we had to have you on for the X episode because, and this is just a theory I had, and I think we've been talking about this in our chat, like, all week leading up to this episode. There's a slight chance all of us are just going to have X-Men movies on our list. Now, there's probably going to be other stuff that's going to show up, I'm pretty sure, but I think 90% of our lists combined is going to be X-Men movies. So, we're going to do something different in this episode because we feel like there's going to be a lot of redundancy and a lot of repeats, and just to save some time and to bring to spark more of a discussion, uh, we're going to present our lists in a different way. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go down in the order that the X-Men movies were released uh, and then ask who has that movie on their list and at what number. And then all of us will talk about that movie, and then once we're done, we're going to move on. And then... Um, and then after we do all those, we're then going to ask, who has a movie that's not an X-Men movie? We'll talk about those movies, and then we'll wrap up the show. So I hope everyone uh, likes this idea, because I think I think it's going to save time. It's going to be a lot better, and yeah. I, I think it'll spark a lot more discussion. Can, can I just say before we start, I, I've never thought about this till now, but Bubba Wheat, you honestly look like you could be a supervillain of some type. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm getting a serious 
Moriarty vibe from your look right now, you know? <laughs> With the beard, like the Fu Manchu you got going on there. It kind of resembles uh, Doctor Strange a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> oh. There you go. Okay, heroes. I'll take that. I'll take that as a compliment more than I would. <laughs> so, okay, so that's what we're going to be doing here today. So the order of us going is not going to matter so much here. So uh, let's just go get started. The first movie came out July 14th, 2000, was the first X-Men movie. Who has that on their list? Yeah. First yeah. one? Nope. First one? Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got it. I have it on my on my too. So, uh, yeah, uh, Bubble, you can start us off. What is it about the first movie you like? Um, and what number did you have it on? Um, well, I have it at number two. I I kind of go back and forth depending on the day whether I like this one better than X two or whether I like X two better than the first X Men. Okay. But it's it's really what kicked off you know what is now the whole superhero movie craze because this was the first relatively big budget movie that took superheroes seriously and it's and it made a lot of money it didn't make spider-man movie which came out a couple years later that one was like the huge blockbuster but this one made a pretty good amount of money and it it took the characters and it took them seriously it you know, it changed the costumes a bit. It switched from the, you know, the spandex to the the black leather <laughs> jackets. But aside from that, it, it made them feel like actual characters. And, and what I like about the first one especially is the, the character building and the world building and all the, the different relationships that the different characters had. And, and of course, this is the introduction of Hugh Jackman's Wolverine which up until No Way Home was the longest running live action comic book character. Oh. Yeah, from this from this first X-Men up through Logan. Okay. I question whether they took seriousness to all characters because they made Cyclops kind of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, nobody likes Cyclops. It's just a well-known fact. They fucked them up in the comic books too. Now they got a new character. One. (laughs) He was way more of one in the cartoon in the nineties. Yeah, I think he's always been kind of like the the boring leader and the scout character. Yeah, Yeah. Logan's just been a dick the entire time. (laughs) But he's a fun dick. That's the important thing. (laughs) Yeah. That's the important. Hear that, ladies? Hogan's <laughs> a guy that you want to sit in the bar with and have a beer with, you know? Like, exactly. You know he's gonna, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You, you know who Logan reminded me, who's Wolverine's always reminded me of? Raphael from the Turtles. Because, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're, you know, Ralph always kind of wanted to get away on his own and, like, leave yeah. them. And he always had, like, an attitude and. Yeah, the movies yeah, version, okay. The movie version, yeah, okay. I guess yeah. I see what you're saying. If okay. you read comic books, though, Bill, you know who ends up being that way, though. Know? Uh, I know you heard. Have you heard about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: The Last Ronin? Okay. Uh, Michelangelo ends up becoming that way. Oh, really? Yeah, he's the last uh, uh, surviving turtle. Oh, that's right. Huh. Which is odd with him because usually he's not like. 
the serious type man. Yeah, he's the party dude. Right. <laughs> he so can he can spin a pizza on his finger. Come on. Yeah. That's how he survived all that time. <laughs> but I guess yeah, I guess things with those circumstances would change him. I guess. Yeah. 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 Uh, I also had this on my list, and uh, it was my number three. Um. I remember actually, Bill. I remember seeing this the opening weekend with you. Uh, we were both very excited because um, it was because you know back then in the year two thousand. In the year two thousand, <laughs> um, comic book movies wasn't a thing. It wasn't as much of a thing. There was a few out. You know, we had some Superman movies. We had the you know Batman, Michael Keaton Batman's were out, but they weren't like how they are now. Like it wasn't like saturating the film market. So it was kind of exciting to see X Men live action uh on on the screen and seeing all these like characters you know that we've read about like being portrayed by like real people and it was just very fascinating it was just so awesome and i remember at the time too we had no idea who hugh jackman was like he wasn't even a household name at that point and it was just like this is an awesome wolverine this dude's amazing i hope he's always wolverine (laughs) he was such a good job um but uh, yeah, I, I I really enjoyed it. I remember watching. I think I saw this a couple of times in theaters. It was one of the few movies I went and saw uh, repeatedly in theaters and uh, and enjoyed it. So yeah, I don't know if you remember that, Bill. Let's go and see that opening weekend. Did we see it with Jim and Holly and uh, Dave Rosado? Because I could have <sighs> swore they were there when I saw it too. It's possible they were there. I don't super remember. I just remember it was at the time when I was living with you and you were at work and then you had to come pick me up and then we went. So it is very possible that they were Oh, so it was a date. (laughs) It was a what? It was a a date. date. You know, I knew he was going to say something smart-ass when I mentioned that, but (laughs) (laughs) I just went along with it anyway. You're welcome. It it was a date with several people. (laughs) And I gave job, and, and I gave Bill a hand job afterwards. Okay, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else, who else had? Who else had this has on their list? I did, and uh, I'm going to tell to tell you real quick. I was fascinated with this movie. Of course, you know I'm a comic book guy. Uh, Patrick Stewart, the Ultimate Professor X, because <clears throat> you can't change that for the life of you. Because that was perfect. Perfect, perfect casting. That was. Good. I think if you had, if you had read any fan casting for the previous ten years, almost every one of them would have had Patrick Stewart as Professor X. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. He was cat. Yeah, perfect. Of course, Hugh Jackman was a great Wolverine. Perfect, damn Wolverine. <clears throat> uh, Anna Paquin was a damn good rogue. I feel, you know. Yeah. Uh, you, you had uh, Jean Grey, which was Fonka Jensen. She was great. Um, Agreed. Magneto. Oh man. Uh, uh, Ian McKellen killed the hell out of that. That was damn awesome. Uh, Tyler Dane as a uh, uh, um, Sabretooth. Tyler Maine. Tyler Maine. I mean, Tyler Dane was the singer. Sorry, I meant to say Tyler Maine. <laughs> I had it for a second. I'm like, was she in that movie? <laughs> no, no. I didn't think no, I meant for to say Tyler Maine. <laughs> I, 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 but anyways, um, he was great as Sabretooth. Like they <laughs> really. Really he growled really well. <laughs> 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 
Mm. <laughs> meow. But anyway, uh, right, meow. But anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, I love the way they did the story for that. Like the, uh, they were showing the parts from the uh, Wolverine's past a little bit and and hot, Rogue and stuff and all that. And it, it was amazing. I thought that thing was just great. And what number did you have it as, Pete? Number one. Oh wow. Okay. All right. Uh, who else had it? Bill, Bill did, didn't you? Oh, Bill. Okay. All right, Bill. Where'd you have it at? Uh, I had X Men as number two. Okay. And do you have anything? I mean, no, no. I'm sorry. Uh, number four. Okay. I wrote two for some reason, but I it's number four. Okay. You have anything to add? The. Uh, I was gonna say Ben. I can't think of his name. Oh, Ben Kingsley. I used to always, when I was younger, I would get him mixed up with Patrick Stewart. So that's the only other person I could see. <laughs> well, yeah. good casting, maybe. Didn't Pete um, give us the, uh, what was it, the 50 things about X-Men? That link. Yeah, link. I was reading it, and it said that Michael Jackson unsuccessfully petitioned to be Professor X. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> what? Well, yeah, if you read the link, like, there's a they got a lot of crazy facts in there. For one of the facts is that Michael yeah, Jackson. I didn't have time to read that. I definitely didn't have time to. I have to look at that later because that's wild. Okay. <clears throat> well, uh, if you saw the 3D movie that used to be a Disney World Captain oh. Eel, you kind of <laughs> see that. I mean, he's he was able to be in in stuff, but I don't. Okay. Moonwalker. But you remember the Moonwalker movie? I don't know. That'd be a weird role. Yeah, very much so. All right. Anything else, Bill? Uh, Oh, well, Bubba, what you were saying earlier about that. See, that's one thing that, that annoyed me about the first movie was the uniform change. Because I, I grew up with the 90s uh, yeah. cartoon. And then when they changed it, not only they changed it, but they kind of made fun of it when they were jumping into, you know, the yeah. thing. They were like, oh, at least I'm not wearing spandex or something. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you just made it even worse. Like, <laughs> I, got, I, I know it's a stupid thing. Like, a lot of people were probably happy they didn't do it, but... I like sticking with the uh, ex um, traditional superhero uniforms. Yeah, I, I like the the yellow and blue Wolverines. You know, well, I like how they brought those back in the X Men First Class. So it was kind of a, a tribute. Yeah. Mm. So that that was probably my only complaint about it. Otherwise, I loved it. Yeah. I got something for you, Bill. Bill, that'll make you love this movie even more. You said you liked the 90s cartoon like I did, right? Mm-hmm. Bill? Yeah. You know the truck driver? There was a truck driver in there. If you looked up the uh, the info on this movie, and that's very interesting. He was the voice of Beast in the cartoon. Really? Yes. A little homage. George, George huh. Booza. George Booza. Did the, like, the bad guys steal this truck or something? Like, take I- it over or something? I think so, or something like that. If I remember right, yeah, it's been a while since I've seen him. He was the truck driver, though. 
or Sabretooth, somebody. Yeah. I think yeah. it was Sabretooth. I think it was Sabretooth. Yeah, I think it was that scene, yeah. So the voice of B. West, that's a cool. Yeah. That's and cool. Kevin Feige, they did a scene with Kevin Feige, and they cut it out in the movie. <laughs> that's ironic. <laughs> Yeah. That's why he won't put the X Men in the MCU. Got it. That makes so <laughs> much sense. He played a Weapon X tech. He's yeah. bitter. All right, all right. So Rob's the only one who did not have uh, the first X Men movie on right. his list. So we shall move on. Uh, X Men X. Oh, sorry. X Two came out May second, two thousand three. Who had that on their list? I did. Okay. I just want to go. I want to go on record by saying I didn't put a single X Men movie on my list. Oh, oh wow! Did not. I think you're just being pedantic and you're just doing that on purpose. But <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. I did not put. I all the movies that I put on here, I have seen in some way, shape, or form. Um, I didn't put a single X Men movie on there. Oh wow, that's wild. All right, well, Bubble Wheat, we'll start with you again. X Two. What about X Two? Did you like? And what number did you have it at? X2, X-Men United. Uh, I have this one at number three, uh, just below the first X-Men. And I, I know a lot of people like this one better. And it's it has you know one of the best scenes in all the X-Men movies, the uh, the White House Nightcrawler fight. I think that's the, the thing that most people remember. And it, it also has, um, you know, it, it, had, it builds upon the the action of of the first one it expands the uh, the x-men universe in this and it it creates it's the whole you know the the enemy of my enemy is my friend in having um the brotherhood team up with the x-men um and then you know it has all this uh, them going against striker and it's yeah, I I still really like all of it. Um, I I think, but sometimes I, I feel like the the White House fight does all the heavy lifting, and there is a lot of stuff in the back half that I don't like quite as much. Like the whole, you know, the 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 Cerebro. You know, I can kill everybody just by thinking really hard, <laughs> and um, you know the. Um, Lady Deathstrike kind of gets a, a raw deal because she's a, an interesting character from the '90s cartoon, and she's a much better character in the in the comics, from what I understand. And mm. they kind of did her dirty a bit, but uh, there's still a lot to love. And you know, they bring in Alan Cumming, who's is pretty great as Nightcrawler. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Uh, I had this as my number four, and I had it kind of low because it's the one. Out of all these, the one I don't remember the most, I don't remember much from it. I remember the White House scene at the beginning, and I I did like Nightcrawler, uh, but that was about all. And then the way Magneto escaped from his prison. Those are the only three things that I can kind of remember uh, from from this movie. Uh, but I remember liking it a whole lot when I was watching these. And also, too, what might attribute to it is when I, I watched a lot of these X-Men movies, I was doing this little my own little marathon at home where I was watching all of them. Um, okay. But I watched them in the actual chronological order of when the events happened. 
So, like, I started with uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine. That was the very first movie that I watched. Uh, and then, because there's a, if you look online, there's all kinds of things online that tells you the chronological order of these movies when they happen. Um, and so I started with that. Uh, so by the time I got to X2, I was like, I don't know, three, four movies deep. And I think I was getting tired at this point, so I don't remember a lot about it. But I remember liking it. I remember really thinking, this is actually a really good movie, and I'm sad. And I didn't actually see it until that night. I did that marathon, so I was a little sad that I didn't get to see it in theaters. Um, but I remember the, the White House fight again. That was cool. I remember Nightcrawler being awesome, and then I remember Magneto escaping prison. Uh, so anyway, that's that's what I got. Uh, Pete, you had it on yours? Yes, uh, it is uh, uh, based off the comic, uh, uh, inspired, I mean, inspired by a graphic novel, God Loves, Man Kills. And it's a little different than that because, I mean, I'll tell you, hold on, I got the notes. <laughs> um, in the comic, Magneto is investigating the murder of two, two mutant children who were killed by the henchmen of the Reverend William uh, uh, Stryker. Stryker, who murdered his wife and newborn son after his son, a deformed mutant child, was born, seeks the wholesale extermination of mutant kind while presenting himself to the public as a fire and brimstone preacher, spreading a message claiming that mutants are abominations in the eyes of God. Um, after a television debate with Professor X, Stryker, who knows that Xavier is a mutant, kidnaps him, forcing the X-Men to team up with Magneto, and of course, the Brotherhood, you know, just to stop them and stuff. And uh, it's almost exactly the key. I mean, not exactly the key, but close to that story. Not very close, you know. My thing I loved about this too, and you guys go here goes Pete again with the women thing. Uh, Rebecca Roman Stamos as Mystique talking about the scene with the uh, in the White House and stuff and everything when she turned real fast. That was awesome. You know, when you find out about her being in there and stuff and everything and all that. And uh, there's a bunch of stuff about this movie that was really good to me. Uh, but that's like one of the main things that I, I loved about that was uh, her portraying the, the, I think the president, wasn't she the president in that one? Oh, she like, was I Senator Kelly. Senator, yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen it. But yeah. The one, so, the one scene where like she's on the airplane with him and just like grabs him by her feet and knocks him out in one kick. Yeah, yeah. I never got such a bigger heart on in my life. (laughs) Yeah, I think I used that picture as in my review for X two, and for the longest time, you know that that picture was like high on the search results because it it was like a close up (laughs) of her feet. Oh my god! (laughs) Telling you, man, foot fetishes had to sail that year. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Uh, What was uh, for ah? Pete, what number was that for you? For me, number two. Number two. All right. Uh, Bill, was that on your list? X2, X-Men United? Yes. It was number five on my list. All right. What do you got? And the only thing I remember is the scene you were talking about where he Magneto breaks out of jail. <laughs> I probably haven't seen it all the way through since it was in the theater. Mm. But... I remember liking it, so I... So the same reason I had, okay. 
Yeah, I might like it more, but I don't know. But I don't <clears throat> That's know. true. I, I might have had this higher. I just could I really was thinking. I remember really loving it. I looked at my letterbox rating. I gave it like a four and a half. So I was like, I really must have liked it. Um, when I did, when I watched it, but I will be goddamn if I can remember what the hell happened outside of those three things. <laughs> Pete's uh, little pyro stuff with you know the uh, him coming out as a mutant, the whole the gay mirror. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you tried not being a mutant? <laughs> Is there a mutant conversion therapy out there? <laughs> Awkward. Uh, All right, got anything else, Bill, before I move on? Since I know Rob's being difficult today. (laughs) What? (laughs) I'm I'm just kidding. It's. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I really can't remember anything except the. Him escaping. Yeah, me too. Him breaking out of jail. And the the White House. Well, the White House scene too. I get that. That was really good. See, I don't even remember that right now. Oh man, that was. That you was don't remember the Nightcrawlers jumping from like wall to wall and taking down every single guard, like Secret Service path? guy. Yeah. yeah. No, oh, yeah, that was really that was really good. That was a good. You don't remember the Nightcrawler farts from 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 position to position, leaving him leaving smoke <laughs> after every time. <laughs> No. Okay, now that I remember, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna pay Rob to write a book, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm dying to see what the hell. Actually, I am in the process of writing a book. I uh, I can only imagine what that could say right now. All I'll right, right, well, um, okay. Uh, all right, well, uh, there's nothing else. We'll move on to X Men: The Last Stand, uh, 2006. Which was uh, who, not the last stand. Who had uh, who had the last stand on their list? Whoa. <laughs> well, we gotta wait for Pete to see if he had it. It's not on my list at all. No, I didn't yeah. I loved it. Everybody's like Just waiting. <laughs> all right, we'll wait for Pete to come back, see if he had it on his list. Until then we'll move on. <laughs> that one that one seriously got me angry in the theater. Did it? Yes, I, think, I just I think it's starting to come back around. There, there's people that I think grew up with it that are starting to to be like the you know the last stand apologists, kind of like, kind of like with the uh, Star Wars prequel prequels, where mm. there's don't, people don't, really? that grew really? up with the prequels as their first oh, movies. Yeah, okay. And uh, damn they, millennials. <laughs> like I actually saw a poll um, that about the star wars like which which is the best uh, trilogy and the prequels actually oh no one that's wrong that's <laughs> wrong on so many levels yeah because everybody loves the jajas oh man i'm sad i like so. jar jar i don't care what anyone says <laughs> i like jar jar <laughs> okay so unless jar jar becomes a sith lord i don't Misa racial stereotype <laughs> <laughs> I tried to watch uh, episode one like a few months ago, and I could not get past like the twenty-five minute mark. I was just so annoyed at everything, and I'm like, well, "How did I watch this the first time?" I mean, the podcast, <laughs> the the pod race was cool. It was it was cool. The pod race was cool. I, yeah, I should have just jumped to that scene because that I remember liking that part. But it launched a game. Whew. The game is fun to play. Yeah, but everything else about that makes my butthole pucker up. Yeah, the the arcade cabinet for the uh, the 
the pod racing game was was great because it you actually steered just like how they with like the two handles on either side just like they uh they do in the in the movie Hmm. all right well we're waiting for pete to get back i'll go ahead and ask the stupid question does anyone have x-men origins wolverine on their list Okay, I don't either. <laughs> because because of Deadpool. They fucked up Deadpool. How do you fuck up Deadpool? It's the easiest fucking character to put on screen and you fuck up Deadpool. That doesn't even make any goddamn sense. Uh I'm so mad about that. That was that Oh, and the CGI was fucking terrible. Like that was the worst CGI in any of these X-Men movies so far. Like anytime Wolverine like, you know, had the claws come out you you could clearly tell it was cgi it was fucking terrible so all right we'll wait for pete for that one so let's go ahead and go to x-men first class who has x-men first class on their list i have first class i didn't have the other one. Oh. okay uh well pete before we get to first class did you have x-men the last stand and or x-men origins wolverine no okay good so we can move on to first class so it's just me and you pete with that one that's my number five um uh I like this has a it's a really good prequel. It's a really good yeah. or like a very beginning story of how, you know, Charles Xavier, you know, started the was the gifted school, whatever, whatever it's called. I can't think of what it's called. Um and, you know, their first missions and everything back in the sixties. And the casting for that, like, you know, we say Patrick Stewart. I, I'm all, I'm with Deadpool. It's either you know Patrick Stewart or or James McAvoy. Those are those are those are my two, those are my two. Uh, um, uh, my God, Xavier's. Uh, Rob, I can't see that because a you're backwards and b your background is making that yeah <laughs> uh, disappear. Um, but yeah, the casting the casting on this is is awesome as well. I I like all the younger versions. Yeah. Um, Jennifer Lawrence has Miss Mystique is interesting casting. I'm not gonna say it was good casting, <laughs> but it was it was a choice. It was a choice. <laughs> um, what about you, uh, P? What do you guys say about it? What number was it for you? Uh, my number for it was number three. Okay. And uh, I'm gonna set this stuff here real quick because I'm gonna wiki it for you. Set primarily in 1962 during the Cuban Missile Crisis. Uh, and focuses on the relationship between Charles Xavier and Eric Lynch here, Magneto, of course, and the origin of their groups, the X-Men and the Brotherhood of Mutants, to respect as they deal with the Hellfire Club. And you know what I loved about that, too? Talk about that real quick. Sebastian Shaw's Kevin Bacon. Mm. He played a damn good Sebastian Shaw. If you read the comics and stuff, yeah, he played a really good Sebastian Shaw. And, uh, but anyways, it's uh, led by uh, uh, Sebastian Shaw, the Hellfire Club, and it's a mutant, mutant su- uh, supremacist uh, uh, group that it wants to enact a nuclear war uh, on everybody, pretty much. Uh, another good character in this uh, is uh, Rose Burns' uh, Maura McTaggart. Moira, yep. Yeah. Uh, you have uh, January Jones as Emma Frost. She could have been better, but she was okay as Emma Frost. If you read the comics, you know, she's pretty much like the character. Uh, you had another one. Uh, the guy who was beast in this one was good. Nicholas Holt. 
If Oliver Platt was uh, uh, listed as man in a black suit, which I thought was funny, uh, <laughs> you had what's in this movie? Oh, Zoe Kravitz was in this too. Yeah, Angel. Yeah. Right. And in the cameo, talking about her earlier, uh, Rebecca Roman Stam uh, Roman Roman Stamos had a cameo. Roman, yeah. She had a cameo. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, you know the whole. Uh, you know, it's become a meme. It's like I, I would like to see the real Raven. Yeah. You know, the real Raven. Oh. And one okay. of those is is uh, Rebecca Romain. Yeah. <clears throat> I loved it though. It was it was really good, like origins story so much for them. Okay. Well, uh said all we said about that. Let's go ahead and uh, move. It's, it's on my list. Oh, sorry. Too. Oh, I'm sorry, I missed it. I'm sorry. Go <laughs> ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. What number yeah, was I, it for I have you? This, uh, I have this one at, at my list on the, as number four. Okay. And yeah, I, I thought that it was it was a good prequel uh, to get to see younger versions of these characters uh, um we uh, uh we didn't mention michael fassbender as magneto yeah he's good at that too yeah yeah i i think he he really is what what holds a lot of these um the prequel things together because I, I think he's he's the best part of it i, I think james mcavoy does does all right but i don't know it it's a lot of that just felt like um, Professor Xavier was just a completely different character. He, like he didn't really feel like Professor mm -hmm. Xavier. I I thought that what he what they did with his character was interesting. It, it just didn't really feel too much like the same character. And yeah. uh, with everything that they did, and and on top of that, the the whole you know a lot of you know Beast wasn't really Beast, which I, I get. I understand that that was a lot of in a lot of ways a cost saving thing, so they don't have to do the the CGI for for the whole movie. But it's still, you know, that that's kind of what makes Beast Beast. Yeah, and and they take that away from the character. You should have worn a complete fur furry outfit. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big blue zip up outfit. You can see but, the zipper. Uh, yeah, but everything else was great, and and. Yeah, Kevin Bacon was a great villain, and the the action set piece at, at the end, and the whole. I, I did like it. This as like kind of a the training montage in, in a way of like you know the team building. I, I like team building as a story device, and and I thought yeah. that this this movie did that well. Uh, yeah, I, I completely forgot about Michael Fast. Yeah, he absolutely is Magneto. Yeah. Like he's a perfect early Magneto, and I can see why they keep bringing both him and McAvoy on for all these other X Men yeah. movies they keep making. So, absolutely, he does a fantastic job. Patrick Stewart's gotten really, really old and a lot heavier, you know. Than well, unless I miss my guess, and according to my navigating the multiverse co-host Nick. Uh, he's supposed to be uh, Xavier in the uh, Doctor Strange movie, Ooh. but you know it, yeah, it's not. Um, it's not one hundred percent confirmed, but you can kind of hear his voice in the trailer. If you watch the trailer, you yeah, hear Patrick a Stewart. voice. You do hear Patrick Stewart's voice, and that's mistakenly, you know, that is not mistakenly his voice. That's that's completely him. 
Yeah. So I'm willing to believe Nick that that's that that he's in that. So. <clears throat> also, I apologize, Patrick Stewart, Sir Patrick Stewart. I didn't mean to call you heavier. Um, <laughs> <laughs> please hey, don't come to my house and kill he's me. He's still he's still kicking it as Picard. All right, so if he could do yeah. Picard, he and can he'll fucking mock be on uh, American Dad. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he can he can still become uh, Xavier. Uh, all right. Uh, nobody else. First class going once. Going I twice. probably would have had it, but I got like halfway through watching it, and then my uh, Disney Prime account suspended me, and I couldn't afford to put it back on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, alrighty. So unfortunately, <clears throat> I, I was watching it just for this show too. Ah, but yeah, I didn't well, I do it. recommend finishing it because it is it, the ending's pretty good as well. Yeah. yeah. Also yeah, at the White House, that, oddly I enough. Figured that don't count if I only watched. <clears throat> did you have a movie on a list where you only watched five minutes of it? So I don't know if that. Can... <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not well, an I excuse. Was a couple times. I was desperate that that time. That was that was. Uh, <laughs> What letter was that? that I don't was... remember, but I remember you said you only watched it for five minutes, and I'm like, come on. What movie he had on that list he didn't even watch? That was the one, yeah. I watched it like, for a minute or two. And... You're a faker. I had a movie I've never even heard of on my You're list. You're a phony. A big no, that was, I forget phony. what letter that was. That I don't was the, remember, but. That was the first really. cracked me up. That was the first, the most difficult letter we ever had. Uh, it could be Q, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Q okay. was hard for all of us. So. It was called Quit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Quit. Okay. He yeah. So he quit the movie. He quit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Somebody, they were trying to quit smoking. And the first five minutes is good. I'll put it on my list. All right. Let's continue. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, X-Men Days of Future Past. Who has that on their list? I do. I do. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, Bubbleweed, you can go first. You're a guess. Uh, what number do you have it for you? Uh, this one is my number one. I, I thought that this was the best way to merge the two. Uh, you know, they're both Fox franchises, but the two storylines together. Yeah. And it it really works, and um, I I didn't mind that they, you know, they. I have never read the comics, but I know that they switched the from uh, Shadowcat to Wolverine, and yeah. and that's you know I thought that completely made sense for the movies because Wolverine is the most popular character, and yeah. so of course they're going to bring him into that, and he as a character works well in this situation, <laughs> yeah, because he's like the reluctant <clears throat> team builder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and this also has some of the the absolute best action sequences like the yes. the team fighting in the future fighting the the future sentinels is some of the most incredible well choreographed like it, you really get a sense of the teamwork with the the characters fighting against the sentinels and and that's something that you don't get a lot of movies a lot of times it's like you see you know you cut from a one-on-one fight over here to a one-on-one fight over here to a one-on-one fight over here but this really captured the sense of everything happening at the same time but they're all working in conjunction with each other 
and making it work. And, and I thought that was great. And, you know, they brought back all the, the important characters, like all, all the good casting. Um, and, and I do, I will say that I prefer the rogue cuts there. There's not a ton of differences, but I, I do like, um, them bringing Anna Paquin back for a handful of scenes. And, and I thought that really helped tie it together a little bit better. And, um, you know, it, it just adds a little something extra, the, the road cut versus the theatrical. Ah. I don't think I've seen the road cut. I've only seen the theatrical. Both are uh, great. I'll have to check that out. I'll have to check that out. Uh, this is my number one as well, and it's probably not a surprise because it involves time travel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is like my number one like favorite genre of all time. So, and I'm, I I said this at the time and I'm not joking. I would literally watch a TV show of the X-Men doing heists because this was essentially a heist movie in a sense. I mean, it was a time travel movie yeah. and it was a heist movie because they had to break into a place at least for a scene, uh the steal um oh, what the fuck was it they're trying to steal? They were trying to steal something. Uh wasn't it his helmet or something? Weren't they just actually? Weren't they just trying to break out Magneto? That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You're right. That, yeah, thank you. Yes, they were trying to break Magneto out. Yeah, and um, for some reason, them working together has like a heist team was just like awesome <laughs> to watch. It was just it was just uh, amazing. even though it was all overshadowed by Quicksilver. <laughs> and quick, I was about to mention yeah. <laughs> the Quicksilver scene in the kitchen. That yeah. is probably my that time f- in the bottle. Yeah, that's one of my favorite scenes. Um, of his use of power until um, the other movie he shows up in. I can't remember what that was, but um, when he's the apocalypse. schools, okay, yep. apocalypse, yeah, when the school's exploding, that was great too. Um, but uh, yeah, I I loved I loved this movie. I loved the time travel stuff. I liked the stuff in the future. I love that Wolverine had to reluctantly be the one to go in the past and and try to you know get everything together and. Just everything about it just worked well for me, and like you know, like Bubbleweed said, the merging of both the 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 present day, you know, X Men with you know Stewart and uh, uh, Ian McKellen and all them, and then you got the old the old school ones with McAvoy and uh, Michael Fassbender and all them, like great great merging. I I really enjoyed it. Yeah, this is why it's my number one as well. Uh, Pete, where did you have it at? I really enjoyed this movie too, and that almost was my number one. I'm not crapping on this, but I'm, I'm being honest. But I put number on the first original X Men as number one because I love that one a lot too, and that started off the whole X Men thing. I grew up with X Men. I loved X Men, so that's why I put the original as number one. Reason why I love this one is we the repeat uh, what was already said. One of the things that was where he said they show the motherfucking Sentinels. I was so <laughs> happy on that. Like I was like, oh man, they have a Sentinel. Second thing I loved about this movie, which nobody mentioned, they had Bishop. Mm. And Bishop's a badass character, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, then yeah. you got Blink in there. Blink is a great character if you don't know who Blink is, right? You had, I mean, there was some tons of stuff that this movie had that, that was just great. Um, shoot. I'm surprised they didn't put Cable in there. Yeah. The whole Peter story Dinklage. was, Peter, yeah, uh, as a uh, Trask, that was great casting because Trask was a little character in the comics uh you had damn what else you had in there there was so much great stuff in here 
Uh, Storm was great in this one. You had, uh, like I said, the road cut was great too, because right? I seen both versions, own both versions. Um, there's just too much good stuff about this one. Like I said, <laughs> I, I would have put this one on number one, but um, the comic, the comic was great. Uh, with the we were talking about Shadowcat, you know, or you were saying about Shadowcat being in there. The comic was just awesome. Like the thumb to switch out Wolverine for her was great. You know, they did a great job with the switch out, but uh, the comic is just classic. It's it's one of the probably one of my all time favorite X Men comics for the comic stuff. So that's why I love that one. But that's my quick review for this thing here. What well, well, number was it for you, Pete? Mine, it was number four. Okay. Uh, Bill, did you have it? Um, we're talking about Days of Future Past, though? Yes. 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 <clears throat> I have it as number two. Okay. Anything to add? Um, well, I thought the whole time travel thing is pretty awesome, and the and obviously Wolverine, like you said, being as reluctant or was he as he was or whatever. <laughs> I like that they made him be the one that went. Uh, they went back and stuff. <clears throat> but yeah, otherwise. Oh, and Evan Peters talking about that too, real quick. Stole the movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Quicksilver. I think I think if I were to have a superpower, it would be the teleportation or moving fast. I think that, that would be pretty neat. Or or freeze time, one of the three. <laughs> uh, Fair enough. Um, okay, nothing else about Days of Future Past. There's one last movie that begins with X-Men. And that is X Men Apocalypse. Does anyone have that on their list? Yeah. Bubba Wheat, Bill. Both going to hell. <laughs> okay. Well, Bubba Wheat, yeah, floor is yours. What number did you have it? Uh, this was my number five. Okay. Uh, I, you know, I, I liked it better than The Last <clears throat> Stand. Uh, I think, depending on, I know most of the time it's called Dark Phoenix, but in some cases it's called X-Men Dark Phoenix. So somebody could theoretically have. <laughs> fair. Okay. That's, I'll, I'll ask that's after fair. we're done with this if anyone else has anything else. But go ahead. Yeah, I, I do think that this one is kind of diminishing returns. Um, it, you know, Apocalypse was a great character from the 90s cartoon. And he's like basically this all-powerful character but the problem with all powerful characters is it's difficult to defeat them in a way that makes sense and this this does kind of you know it, it brings out the the whole you know phoenix power at the last minute with a little bit of team building or teamwork and and it has the whole you know blue sky blue light in the sky which is, you know, a, a standard for terrible comic book movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, it does have you know a fair amount of good things. It, it has the 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 other the the repeat of basically a repeat of the Quicksilver scene. You know, with him saving all the kids in the school, set yeah. the sweet dreams, and that's 
even though it, it did feel like a repeat, it, it was different enough and it was still, uh, again, it was a bit of diminishing reper- returns, but the time in a bottle scene was so awesome that this one is not as awesome, but it's still great. Yeah. And comedic. Yeah. Well, the first oh, one was comedic too, but this one I think had more comedy to it because like you had like he had to do the fish he had to save the fish and then the two were gonna kiss and he (laughs) had to separate (laughs) the two and all that yeah the only Um, other good thing about this movie was olivia munn yeah jubilee no um she was cylon oh i'm sorry sorry my bad yeah, she was underutilized, but she, you know, what what we did get of her was pretty good. And uh, Oscar Isaac under a ton of makeup as a look like Ivan. Yeah. Look like Ivan Ooze. <laughs> you remember yeah. Ivan Ooze? I forgot he was. I forgot he was even in this. Yeah, that's right. Uh, all right. Uh, Pete, you said you had this. No. No. Uh, Bill, you said you had this. I thought, yeah. Okay, yeah, uh-huh. go for it. What number was it? Uh, I had it number three. Okay. I, I like this one a lot. Um, it was the last one I saw at the show. I remember I took the girls. Uh, Abby wasn't around yet, but I took Haley and Emmy. And... Uh, yeah, Julie went with too. Me and Julie took Haley and Emmy. And I remember they really liked it a lot. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the whole... The, what I liked a lot about Apocalypse is... Though I liked Apocalypse himself. He was cool. And I liked the... I liked that they introduced characters that weren't there that I... Like... Uh, like you said, I think Jubilee was in it, right? She was in like the car that um, Quicksilver was coming in mm-hmm. uh, to the school as it was bl- blowing up, and I, I don't think she, I don't remember if she had any other scenes, but I remember her in that part. But that was it. That's not the one like where she was in a lot, where they introduced her and brought her there. And stuff. I don't honestly remember. I don't think so. Yeah, I, I don't think so either. But I also don't remember. I just I just remember her being in the car when Quicksilver shows up. Uh, she was in the the the, court, the convertible car. That's all I remember. Well, I I, I was happy to see her regardless because <clears throat> I wanted her to be in the first movie because she was in the cartoon, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I was disappointed when she wasn't in the first one, and then when they finally brought her in later on, I was happy. Uh, they really had her in there for what 30 40 seconds yeah hmm. yeah and even, even when they brought her she wasn't there long but this is the one that had uh ice man right and they uh, had a few ice man like two or three of them had ice man in it uh what's the other dude the fire starter pyro yeah pyro uh yeah, I thought it was cool. To, and the, obviously, the scene you guys were talking about with Quicksilver saving everybody, mm-hmm. that was awesome. Uh, uh, I like I like the way Magneto uh, was fighting the apocalypse and stuff. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah, I can't think of much of this right now. But yeah, that's right. a good movie. Okay, I remember. I just thinking it was just okay. I didn't really care for it that much, but I remember just kind of liking it. So I didn't put it on my list at all. Um. All right. Before we move on, any other X Men movie that I, maybe I overlooked that maybe did begin with X Men that I didn't catch? Anyone else have anything like that before we move on? All right. Now uh, I guess this is gonna be the Rob show because he had to be different. And didn't want to put X Men okay. movies. So there are several reasons as to why I didn't pick any X Men movie. One, I knew everybody else was gonna pick one. Two. With, with what Bubba said, scenes like the Quicksilver and the Night, Night Nightcrawler scenes, they were awesome. They held movies together, and it's just like after that, they turned to shit. Um, I didn't like how they continuously kept on changing the characters. Like they would have different people play the characters, and then like, oh well, they fit in, so we'll keep them in three more movies, and then they leave. Um, too many mutants, not enough time. So many mutants were under underutilized. And then my my biggest reason why I hated all the X Men was Hugh Jackman. <laughs> so Wait, what? Hugh Jackman. <laughs> it's just it's the main like reason I love X Men movies. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he's a great actor or anything. He's an amazing actor. It's just that you know, once they, it's kind of like when you when you get a franchise and you you find that one actor, you know, it just it doesn't you know everybody else is like oh I. Everybody knows who, who Wolverine is, you know, everybody, you know, Wolverine's an iconic character. And I kind of fet like after the second and third movie, Hugh Jackman put it in his contract. Like I'm in every X-Men movie. And well, all yeah, he's Wolverine, been... of course. Yeah, he's Wolverine. <laughs> he wasn't going to play Wolverine. <laughs> anyway, so I'm going to, so I'm going to do my number five, my top five. All right, five. go ahead and do your number oh, five. Right, my number five. Um, I know Bill's going to give me shit for this. Is Xanadu? Um, <laughs> I I have said it before. I fucking hate musicals. Hate them with a passion. But I remember watching this when I was in grade school. Um, I remember being in the library, and it's Xanadu. You know, um, Olivia Newton-John, Gene Kelly, Michael Beck. The only reason why I put it on this list is because I needed a number five filler. You know. Um, the the other number five I had I changed to a number three at the last minute so uh, budgeted twenty two million made only two million extra so it wasn't anything you know amazing um, roller four, disco fever dream yeah well I mean <laughs> kids didn't understand that <laughs> but adults did so that's my number five Xanadu. My number four is a very obscure movie. I hardly think anybody's ever heard of it. It's called XXXY. Um, it's written and directed by some dude named Austin Chick. I've never even heard of the guy. I don't think he's done anything afterwards. But it did star Mark Ruffalo, Kathleen Robinson, who was in, like, I think she was in Beverly Hills 90210, and she was also in Tin Man. She's got kind of a nice resume on her. And then uh, Maya Stang, Stange, um, she's done some stuff. Nothing really, like, I could remember. But basically, the premise of the movie is you got two college roommates who um, meet a, a third person, you know, and they have, a, they have a threesome. And it's years, like eight years down the road. Um, everybody's kind of gone their separate ways. The two college people, I think they, they stay together. But then, you know, the, the, the third party comes back in and it makes them question reality. It makes them question, like, did we do it for the right reason? Did we, you know, was this the right setup? You know, did... 
do we really love each other you know um i remember watching this just because i was drunk one night and mm-hmm. um it was the only thing that was worth watching so it was early in mark ruffalo's career um you could tell by when you watch it like 2002 he was very young you know didn't have the great streaks in his hair you know didn't have the dr strange look going on um but yeah yeah my number four xxxy my number three which i don't think anybody here has seen um but a little easter egg here is called xenogenesis now jason you're a huge sci-fi horror fan so yeah this was written and directed by it was written and directed by james cameron and randall flakes really okay here's the thing and i will actually put this uh there's a link i have here this is available on youtube it's only 12 minutes long um this okay so the thing about this um and this is from the imdb A woman and an engineered man are sent into a gigantic sentient starship to search for a place for for a place to start a new life cycle. Raj, who is played by William Wisher, decides to take a look around the ship. He comes across a gigantic robot cleaner. Combat ensues. Now, what sci-fi film does this kind of represent, kind of sound like, you know? Um, Terminator? Uh, sort of. I was thinking outer space, you know, and the little creature with the mouth thingy. Okay, so aliens? Yes, okay. Aliens. So, this kind of set James Cameron's career off. Um, He made it on a budget of $20,000, and if you watch it, you'll see why. It is such shit, but it's beautiful shit. (laughs) It's like a cult-following shit movie. Um... (laughs) So it was shot, basically most of it was shot in Cameron's uh, living room, and he did kind of a self-teaching on how to, to make this film and how to do these shots in this way, you know. Um, the, the dentist who gave him the $20,000 pulled out afterwards after seeing the debut of the film, he was like, this is absolute shit. <laughs> but um, Roger Corman was kind of impressed. He's like, okay, the movie sucked, but... um." You got skills. So he hired uh, Cameron to direct Battle Beyond the... Well, he hired Cameron to work on Battle Beyond the Stars and Piranha 2. Um, and the, the, the last thing I'm going to say about this... Um, well, there's it's really bad because halfway through the movie, the sound cuts out. And then like towards the end, the sound cuts back in. So it's like, yeah, you could tell. But um, a lot of the themes from this this like 12-minute debut would go on into Cameron's movies from here on out. Like a lot of the ideas of a uh, lead female protagonist um the idea of you know like searching for something that's out there you know so yeah that's um that's my number three the movie does exist you can watch it on youtube it's 12 minutes long i watched it while i was at work today okay (laughs) (laughs) okay my (laughs) my because you don't want to put an x-men movie on your list go ahead exactly yes exactly (laughs) Uh, my number one and my number two are kind of together, but they're separate films. Uh, my number two is the original X-Files film, but back in 1998. And then my number one was X-Files, I Want to Believe, which was made 10 years afterwards. 
Okay. So we all know X, X Files. You know David Duchovny, Julian Anderson, uh, Julian Anderson, um, some other people, Billy Conley, William B. Davies, Martin Landau were in those movies. Um, what's interesting to me is that the original X Files was written in, uh, directed by Robert Bo- Bowman and written by Frank Spoon Spoonitz and Chris Carter, but then the second one was written by Frank Spooners and Chris Carter and directed by Chris Carter. Um, so we all know, I'm not going to go into a lot of detail about the two movies. We all know what they're about. The The original X-Files 1998 kind of took place after the, the series was over. But um, what was interesting about that was, um, God, let me look at my, my notes here. Um, the, the bee scene, you know, where they go into the dome and there's those bees. Those were yeah. live bees. There were 3,000 live bees that was used in that scene. Um, so if they said they got stung, they probably did get fucking stung. Yeah. <laughs> um, probably. This was, this was actually written um, between the fifth and sixth seasons because Chris was like, you know, I, I want this to be like five episodes, five seasons long. It's kind of losing its flair. And Fox was like, no, this is a fucking moneymaker, dude. No, we're, we're, we want more seasons, you know, it went on for 12 seasons. And he was like, all right, fine. I'll find, I figure like he said it was like in an in interview, he said it was grueling to write the movie because he just, he didn't find a passion. He was done with the movie, you know, he was done with, with X-Files, but it just kept on going on um so yeah uh that's that's that so um the x-files i want to believe um like i said it was, it was actually chris's first directorial um this was kind of interesting because my notes i have this was originally planned to make the ending of the series in 1993 and it was supposed to like solve the alien invasion problem you know the X, x-files is always having but it got delayed for five years. It just kept on getting delayed because they kept on doing another, okay, well, season whatever, season this, season... And so he's like, fine, fuck it. We'll just put it on the back burner. Um, and so he's like, you know what? Fine, we'll put it... We'll make it. Um, we made it. And then uh, Chris Carter was like, you know what? The whole idea of the alien invasion never got finished, so maybe I'll just make that a movie. You know, I have an idea for it. And my last, my last known fact, my last fun fact about this um, was, uh, so in that movie, there's a portrait, um, there's a, there's a two-headed Rottweiler. Um, the Rottweiler, uh, and it's just a dog, but you know, the breed was Rottweiler. Um, the, the dog was actually named, the dog's name is Oki, O-K-I-E. And so they use a, a fake pros- a, a fake appliance for a prosthetic head for the second head. And they named the head Doki. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. Okie dokie. Okie dokie, yeah. Come here, okie dokie. Come here, okie dokie. No. All right. Stop biting the butler, okie dokie. So, yeah. My number fives, um, I'll just finish this off. My number five, Xanadu. Number four, XXYY. My number three, Xenogenesis, which is a real film. Uh, my number two is the X Files, and my number one is X Files. I want to believe. You got to keep referencing it. It's a real film. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I can um, have a number five. Yeah, I got a number two. So uh, we'll go ahead, P. You go. You go with what's your number five? All right, my number five was Triple X. That's my number two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Return of Xander King. And Diesel as a, a, a super spy, uh, <clears throat> whatever you want to call it. You know, 
he was an adrenaline junkie, pretty much. Like, you know, he, he was all into the uh, exports, you know, this guy. And you could tell he did every kind of thing you could tell in that damn movie. But, <laughs> but uh, it had Samuel Jackson. It had Asia Argento. It had a bunch of people in that movie. Yep. Uh, even uh, uh, Danny Trejo, if I'm correct, was in that one for a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, so, yeah. So it, it was excellent. That's my quick review for it because uh, uh, I liked it, but I really didn't. But for top five favorite X movies, I had to put a fifth. So yeah, no, that that was my reasoning too. Um, but I remember really liking it. I I remember going to see this in the theater. Um, and here's the thing: I am not a Vin Diesel fan in the least bit. I do not like him. The only thing I can tolerate him in is Guardians of the Galaxy, and he only says three oh, words. That's <laughs> so, so I can I can put up with him in that. I know everyone's five. True. <laughs> Thank you, Bubba. Yes, that that is accurate. Yes, I like the original um, first uh, uh, Fast and the Furious when I'm in. Um, but uh, yeah, I remember liking this movie uh, when I saw it in the theater. I remember liking it. I just needed to put it. In on this list somewhere, and I, I films. I mentioned this. I actually have not seen the Riddick films because of the Vin Diesel hate that I got. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, um, and I also haven't seen Iron Giant either. So, uh, I know lots of just blow everyone's fucking mind. Well, here I'll 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 soothe the pain by saying this again. I have not seen Lord of the Rings, so <laughs> that's gonna make you forget about what I just said. So, <laughs> I having a stroke. <laughs> um, what was I? Uh, what the fuck was I saying? Um, I don't even remember what I was saying now, but it doesn't matter. Uh, I had to put this, you know, somewhere. Oh, that's all I was gonna say. Uh, the X Men movie or X Men X Files movie, I was disappointed in, uh, because I was a fan of the show. Like I loved the TV show. I stopped everything that I was doing. Uh, and I went and watched it, and it was one of my favorite shows growing up in the '90s. I loved. I never it missed was an a, episode. It's a cult classic of the '90s. Yeah. So then, when they announced a movie, I was like, "Oh fuck yeah, I'm down for a movie. We're gonna get Mulder saying fuck. That's amazing. Oh, <laughs> Scully is possibly gonna get naked. Sweet, I am in. And none of those happened. Yeah. <laughs> Neither of those things Thank happened. Thank you, Fox. <laughs> so I was just upset. And so I wasn't a fan of the movie, and the plot was I'm not a fan of the X Files, uh, like government conspiracy stuff. I like the more the monster of the week stuff. Yeah. And the movie was more of the conspiracy alien stuff, and I I was like, ah, really fine, okay. Um, I admit, I admit the B scene was cool, was excellent. I did like that part. Uh, that was that was a good part, but other than that, I was disappointed. So I could not put that on my list. But so triple X X X X, whatever you want to call it, uh, that's my number. Actually, I, I had a, because of my X Men ranking, I had to put that in number two. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a little weird, but this is a weird list. So, um, so Jason likes triple X as number two. Yes. Whatever that's supposed to mean. Uh, who, <laughs> else, who else has not gone yet that has something that's not an X Men movie? Anyone else? I have to bring up the Shusha movies. <laughs> I don't <laughs> you know, even know that... what that is. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> uh, that was that was a uh, a Brazilian children's <laughs> entertainment. <laughs> what? <laughs> and they made a movie? <laughs> Several movies, apparently. 
How do you, really? How do you spell uh, that? Uh, X U X A. Oh, okay. Uh, and and of course, Xtro. Hmm. I don't even know what that is either. Uh, you probably would recognize it if you see like the cover art. Okay, let me look. Cause I think I still got the Wikipedia page up. Uh, I would have changed my number five if I went to go see uh, X, the movie that's out now. But, yeah, uh, I was trying to go see that myself, but I I didn't have time. Oh, X for the horror film. I remember that. Oh yeah, I, I saw I saw that in in the video stores. Okay. Oh man, I wish I had remembered that. I would have went and saw that. And of course, X, the man with the X-ray eyes. X. <laughs> All uh, the great X movies. But, but honestly, the the only other X movie that I possibly could have seen, but I didn't, is there was an anime uh, series called X, and they had a movie, and I, you know, I'm <clears throat> a moderate anime fan, and I. Um, like I almost watched that series. Okay. Oh, I Never. I that. I don't follow anime, so I couldn't tell you. But it sounds cool. Uh, all right. Any other? Any others? Anything else? Otherwise, this is the shortest damn episode we've had today. <laughs> <laughs> so I I was gonna put um, triple X, and I was gonna put you know one of the uh, I. Don't get me wrong. I liked all three of them. I'm just wondering why he wasn't in the second one. I think it was a scheduling conflict. Maybe it's something yeah. that makes sense, or maybe a contract thing too. I think something with that, like he he didn't think the money was right, or something like that too. I think. Yeah, and something. then you know the second one just yeah. really I bombed. I mean, I, I wasn't that. I didn't follow that series at all, but I got the impression that you know he's not a big. He's not as invested in Triple X as a character. Like I, yep. I know Pitch Black. That's that was like his character. You know, he, yeah. he at least had some part in creating that character. So you know, he's in a the fan Fast of and that. Furious movies. I mean, those yeah. were making him money hand over foot. Yeah. Except he wasn't in part two or part three. That's true. He wasn't. Yeah. yeah. He came back at the end. Actually, he came back at the end of four. Yeah. <laughs> if I remember. No, if I remember my drunken haze a little bit, clearly. He came back at the end of he Tokyo in, uh, Yeah, he was in Tokyo Yeah, 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 you're right. That's what I'm thinking of. The The booze really kicked in at that point. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you know, you know. Speaking of booze, uh, I'm sober. Congratulations. No. So, I've all right, well, I Fast and Furious movie. I I've seen up to five. I've seen up to five, <laughs> and I only one. remember four. <laughs> I've seen three. That's the only one I've ever seen. I've seen all of them. They're okay, but like I said, the best one is the first one. So Vin Diesel shows up to his own movies like the way I show up to my own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Drunk and pixelated. Well, with that said. <laughs> I guess we're going to wrap up. So, Bubba Wheat, thank you so much for uh, joining us on this very interesting episode of Top 5 A through Z. Please tell the internet where they can find you. I think the best places to find me is on Twitter, where I'm at Bubba Wheat. You can also find my blog, where I have written reviews of over 500 superhero and comic book movies at flightstightsandmovienights.com. 
And my current project here for Rabbit Hole uh, Podcasts is Lyrical Innuendo, and you can find that it's uh, exclusively on Spotify, and you can also find it at anchor.fm slash lyrical innuendo. I'll be there. And rabbitholepodcast.com. Uh, all right. Uh, a couple of things I mentioned really quickly, then we'll wrap up. Uh, I, I, I forgot to do this at the beginning, uh, so we'll do it here at the end. Uh, go check out the Run P app. It is an awesome app. You download it. It's free. Uh, when you go to the movie theaters and you're watching a movie in the movie theater and you need to use the bathroom, this app is going to tell you when during the movie is a great time to go use the bathroom Get a refill, get a snack, stretch your legs, whatever, and uh, you don't miss anything. And uh, go go download that right now. It is absolutely free for your iOS and Android phone. Uh, we're, we're we're just sort of you know pumping those guys up uh, because they lost a lot of money during the pandemic and they're they're kind of hurting. And it's an awesome app. It's a very useful app. I use it all the time because I have a bladder the size of a chickpea. And I drink like this size, even bigger. Uh, this is for the video people. The, the podcast people have no idea what I'm holding up. So literally, they, they could use their imaginations. But I, I drink these kind of things in the movie theaters all the time. And then 20 minutes later, I got to go to the bathroom. So this app helps me out a lot. I don't want to see it go away. So we're trying to build up, you know, hey, go download this. It's absolutely free. And last but not well, least. Starquest, folks. <laughs> uh rabbitholepodcast.com go check it out a lot of awesome shows there uh lyrical innuendo uh you find this show top five a through z um all kinds of great go back over the movies i'm sorry are we we not gonna go back over the movies uh we could it's just gonna be all of us just saying various (laughs) x-men again yeah (laughs) Yeah, Rocky, get your shit together. <laughs> I, I I wrote down everyone's list and stuff, so I'll, I'll send it to you, Bill. So I figure for this one we'll skip doing that because it's just gonna be a mess. So we'll go we'll back to normal format next episode. So everyone relax. It'll be normal the next episode. Uh, okay, let chaos reign. We are done. And to anybody who directs movies, start making more movies with X titles, please. X go give it to you. Fuck away for you to get it on your own. X go deliver to you. Knock, knock. Open up the door to spread. With the non-stop pop out from stainless steel. Go hard getting busy with it. But I got such a good heart that I make the motherfucker wonder if you get it. Damn right, and I do it again. Cause I am like so I got to win. Copyright 2022. Rabbit Hole Podcasts, rabbitholepodcasts.com.